Hola, hola, hola. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Pan with El Profe and Letty. It's been a while since we've actually done anything, right? But... As always, we're excited, and hopefully you're willing to forgive us. How have you been, Larry? Long time no speak, I guess. Or see. Or see. It's <laughs> been a while since we last saw each other. You know, we got to really get out of the habit of saying, it's been a while. <laughs> we need to get more consistent. <laughs> I know. I think the last three episodes, I said that, like, oh, it's been a while. It's been, and it's, it was a while since we yeah. last saw each other. Yeah, man. I've, I've been all right. It, it has been... It's been a minute. I think the last time we, so the last time we did the podcast, I was in Florida presenting at a conference <laughs> for admission. Um, and we're talking about March then, yeah. right? Right before spring break when I started my, uh, I guess, travel adventures, uh, yeah. the beginning of many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, I've been okay. Yeah, it's just, so today's pretty interesting. Um, I think for those that know me and like for those that have listened to the podcast, so today's Father's Day and um i always i struggle with father's day uh, um just given like my personal you know history and my relationship with my father so i'm trying to um enjoy it today but i think we have a really good topic that we want to kind of break in and but if i didn't forget about you i'm going to ask you how you're doing as well <laughs> but to make sure that our audience is tuned in and engaged so in the spirit of Father's Day, I think we really want to dive into the importance of mentorship and role models. Yeah. Um, because, you know, fathers play that, but, you know, others as well, you know, you can have various role models. But role models, especially within our community, I think within the last few months, we've kind of experienced like situations where, you know, we've seen great role models and we've seen some people who might have taken advantage and, you know, became maybe crappy role models for, for others. Right. <laughs> yes. so, so I think like that's, I think it's important to kind of break down, like, you know, why is role model, why having role models is important within our community, but also like, what are, what is the good and the bad side of it? But, um, Anyway, so that's what we're going to talk about today. So now, getting back to you, how are you, profe? Wow. Um, Just be honest, man. It's, I think, been a roller coaster ride. Uh, I remember you told me this a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. You're like, profe, you need some therapy because you've been through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, how I've been through a lot since March because uh, I got married uh, Shout out to getting married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, talk about Father's right? Yeah, I got married back in May. Uh, so and I so I had to organize a wedding uh, within one week. Yeah. So to just to it's a long story, but I'll try and summarize it. Uh, a very delicate subject, but I'm willing to share. I think, uh, given that it's Father's Day that we're recording this, okay. Uh, so, uh, I found out that I was going to be a father, and I'm yeah. like, what do I do? Went to a lawyer, immigration lawyer. Immigration lawyer said, well, if you can, you should get married. Uh, uh-huh. I was going to go to Mexico. Went to Mexico, organized a wedding in one week. Uh-huh. Uh, went well. 
enjoyed it, had a blast. Uh, I'm never doing that again, organizing something within a week. Yeah. But it's really cheap in Mexico. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going back and enjoying my mini honeymoon okay. uh, that I couldn't enjoy uh-huh. back in May. So that we're recording this again in June. So it has been three months. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we had a miscarriage. Uh-huh. Uh, we're dealing with that right now. But we're going step by step Mm -hmm. where we're taking it one step at a time and like i told my wife now it feels weird to say that i have a i have a wife like Mm -hmm. who would have thought profit would have had a wife i'm saying i know man life's crazy man even the fans even even the listeners they're like like, oh (laughs) (laughs) how quacky no (laughs) impossible Uh, oh my god but we're taking one step at a time it is difficult Mm -hmm. and i think that's i think one day we should do an episode episode about handling those type of yeah. stressors especially for latino men it's difficult yeah. uh, but we're doing good and now again i'm going to mexico and then i'm going to go to illinois next month this is why it's hard to record because i'm all over the place see <laughs> and y'all and he, you make it seem like and in all these episodes it's me but it used to be larry okay i know I mean, it used I'm, to be larry. what do you mean i'm here <laughs> now, i don't go anywhere <laughs> i'm taking some of the responsibility right now <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be in Illinois, and then once yeah. I'm done in with Illa, uh, I'm going to a friend's wedding. Once that's done, I promise you I'll be here, and we will consistently record more. Yes. <laughs> For all the fans. So just to clarify, so mm-hmm. um, so you're now wife. Yes. Um, just because so, I think like it's important to, to share this with the, with the stories. Your wife is in Mexico. That's why when you yes. found out that she was pregnant that's why you talked to an immigration yes yeah. so she's she doesn't have residency she is in mexico then don says i i talked to the immigration lawyer uh-huh. he really gave me three options uh one of the options made sense less risk uh-huh. but it's one to two years to f- get her residency so mm-hmm. just so everyone knows you learn a lot uh to if you want if you're you know dating someone and you want to marry them you, let's say you marry them and you want to get them residency outside of the country mm-hmm. you know they live outside of the country it's a one to two year process if you're lucky it could take a little bit longer mm-hmm. uh but the goal is uh that's why i'm a little bit broke uh it's about 7k a little bit more uh but the Jesus. goal is to bring her here within the next year or two uh-huh. and and then finally, uh, see what happens. You know, uh, she wants to get married through the church. Again, we're only married through the, I guess, the civil, yeah, the civil marriage. Uh, so that's that. But I told her when we when you get here, let's 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 take one marriage at a time. Exactly, man. Just fingers crossed. She forgets about it. <laughs> I'm having those. Those are heavily crossed right now. <laughs> She's really gonna be like, I don't really like you around there. I need you, I need you to stop hanging out with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, I think. Yeah, I think. I think it'd be really awesome to do like a full-on episode to really break that down. Um, yeah. But I know you're still processing it as well. There's um, good days and bad days, but yeah. yeah. So I think once we're, I think uh, I think also you need some time to to have a little bit more clarity before we really dive into that. I'll I'll never forget like when I found out that um, when I found out that uh, Claudia was pregnant with uh, Elsa, mm-hmm. and it was a surprise. It wasn't planned, 
and I remember I found out, and I just remember just like all the rush of emotions of just being yeah. scared, excited, but then also like the fear kicked in because I was like twenty five, and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I just barely graduated, just barely got a job, like you know, so. Yeah. Anyway, there's there's a lot we can unpack, but I want to be respectful of what you're going through. I appreciate it. Um, but let's let's dive into this yeah, about role, role models. models. Yeah, so you know we keep it 100 right here in this podcast. So do you want to go first and rip the bandaid and talk about it from your lens? Or it's it's interesting this topic because we were discussing this before we started this episode. You know about the topics, uh, which uh-huh. topic to tackle, and role models really stood out. And mm-hmm. I think it's coincidental. Uh, uh, this week, I had a, a an excellent chat with my one of my undergraduate role models, who was a is a huge mentor still. Uh-huh. Uh, it was the first chat I had with him in ten years, uh, Doctor Eric Landrum. He's a department chair of the psychological science mm-hmm. uh, department uh, over in Boise State University, and we had a one-hour chat mm-hmm. and caught up, and he gave me some great advice. Mm-hmm. And it really hit me. I'm like, man, the importance of role models yeah. is it's vital to succeed. It's vital to really achieve your dreams. Mm-hmm. And then, so that was on Tuesday. And then on Thursday, you know, again, I have my ups and downs lately. My mentee, uh, so I've experienced both ways. I've been, uh, you know, I have role models. I have mentors. And then it seems like, I guess, I'm I'm a role model. And not, not to brag or anything, but, you know, one of my mentees sent me a letter via email saying how grateful she is to to have someone that looks like her to have someone that's that understands what it's like and to help her prepare to apply for graduate school in the discipline of psychology you know her being uh they, they being a first generation college student you know it's it's it, having a role model again and I emphasize this is vital yeah. to succeed to success. Yeah. I mean, but you had a few experiences because that, that the one that you posted the, that, that letter that you received, mm-hmm. but you also had like another mentee of yours who yeah. is currently traveling in Spain. Yes. Who she gave you a shout out too. Uh, yeah. Jimena Luna. So it was an interesting story with her, because uh, I knew she was heavily involved, and yeah. she's not even a psychology major. Mm-hmm. She was, I think, modern language a major in the university where I currently work at. Mm-hmm. And I remember she wanted to do a research project that focused on uh, parents that are not even residents, mm-hmm. uh, parents that are undocumented, and really kind of how that impacts their their student, their their child, child yeah. in college. So her mentor at the time doesn't have that social science research experience. Mm -hmm. So she came to me, and I do a lot of research with, especially the Latinx population. Yeah. 
So we started talking and I started helping her out with the institutional review board application, talking about ideas. We fleshed it out. Bro, where were you with me and all this, bro? I'm, I'm applying for doctorate programs oh, too. Man, man. Are we already talk about this, you know? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Back, back to the student. I'm over here. He's like, you talk about all the stuff you do for these kids. Man. I was like, I was like, damn, bro. I was like, I've been applying for doctorate programs too. You, I you like new help. I send you in, I send you my my statement of purpose and then three months later, here you go, bro. Oh, I I gave you great advice, right? <laughs> <laughs> Took me three months, but I yeah, got there. Yeah, but I'm hearing this student over here getting all this stuff. I'm like, dang, bro. <laughs> anyway, back to the student. Uh, so, <laughs> so it was again. It was the summer. Yeah. And then I helped her out, and she collected data. This was during the pandemic too. When yeah. The pandemic was hard, and she collected her data in less than a month. Yeah. I was surprised. I was like, wow, she was very diligent. Just. Mm-hmm. Every day out there in the community, in the campus, collecting data, and she did it. And yeah. in the end, she's like, "Can you just be my mentor now?" And and through that, I pushed her hard. That's one thing with me. Uh, There's different types of mentorship. There's different types of you know role models, right? Uh, me being, I think, more of an academic role model. Yeah. I pushed her like no idea, like strict deadlines. I gave her a lot of tasks to do. I was trying to mentally prepare her for the graduate school experience. And I think it paid off, you know, Mm -hmm. credit out to her, like shout out to her. She's there because she really put in the effort and she got into a R1 institution master's program, fully funded. And like you said, She's right now in Spain uh, on a uh, kind of, I think, an assistantship. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her. She was a finalist mm-hmm. for the, uh, oh, shoot, what's that fellowship called? Fulbright. Fulbright Fellowship, yeah. a finalist. Yeah. So it, I tip my hat off to her. But, you know, that's so awesome, though. One, the fact that she had a role model like like you to help her along the way. But, like, it's also really dope to know that. As a student, as an undergrad, mm-hmm. at, and not at an R1, like at a regional yeah. state university where you work at, she was able to conceptualize, see the need of the community, and do a whole research yeah. on the need that's around her. Where like most students, I feel like might, you know, be one, they'll be either scared of research because they're just trying to get the degree and get out, you yeah. know. So she she wanted to do that. She wanted to do research, but not not only that, but she did re- something that is like impacting her community. Yeah, and thousands of students that are at the university that you work at. So that, you know that's awesome. Oh yeah, Ooh. and she got and then did a whole research that got her like a full ride to an R one. Yeah, research project in, in her degree. They don't do research. Their research is slightly different. Uh-huh. Like she literally had to learn how to do social science research mm-hmm. in a matter of weeks. She had to complete an IRB, an institutional review board application, in a matter of weeks. She had to learn. And luckily, mm-hmm. she had a friend who was in psychology, and she and her friend knew how I worked, how mm-hmm. I did my things. Uh, so that helped out. But. I really tip my hat off because not only did, again, she get into an R1, she got offered in the University of Washington also a full ride. Dang. Over in Seattle. Dang. Like that. And also other programs. She got accepted into a lot of programs. From, and from a small town small in North, town. North, what, North, North, Northeast Georgia. Yeah. 
to a full ride on the other side of the country. And she hasn't been here in this country for that long as well. You talk, you talk about the impact of role models. That's amazing. Had oh, you got to think about it in the sense of like, had you not been there, you know, what would have what would have it looked like, you know? Probably slightly different, maybe. Again, I don't like to to brag. I hate it. I, Bro, you you brag about other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> we, well, we I won't expose you on this podcast. <laughs> okay. I mean, but if you want, no, we can no, go no, there. No, 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 no. Let's, 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 uh, let's forget about that. <laughs> oh, I almost dug a hole there. <laughs> I remember I'm recently married. Uh, so, you know, I think about the impact of role models mm-hmm. on my life and all the students that I've talked to mm-hmm. and a lot of students, a lot of students do say, you know, like I wish there were more people like you that like that, that look, represent, that look like me, that, look like that identify that. like me. Exactly. That have yeah. experienced what they're currently experiencing yeah. right now, you know? Yeah. And I think that, you know, it kind of, opens up so much because when we talk about role models within our community yeah. you know it's very and i think like i think it's i think it's also important to keep it in the context of where we're at right like in the south in georgia right mm-hmm. i think there's a lot of like latinos latinx like you know la, you know hispanic folks there, there's a lot of people in our community that are out there serving as role models right yeah Excuse me, but at the caliber of which they're doing it is the thing that makes you like question or think a lot about, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and I don't know. So like, I was recently at an event. I mean, I know this is gonna sound kind of like a little all over, but it's gonna make sense. I promise. Okay. <laughs> but I was at I was at this thing, um, and it was, and I was around some other folks that you know who I kind of done, have done professional development with throughout the years, and we all kind of came up together. And one of the things that comes to mind is that, like, you know, there's some of these folks that I'm just like, man, like, they've, they've stayed true to to themselves, but they've also stayed true to the community. And, like, they're like, okay, like, I'm, I'm advancing, but I'm also mm-hmm. bringing the next person up with me. Yeah. Right? But I've also, in that same space, I've also saw other friends that also identify like us, Latino, Latinx, Hispanic, and... I mean, they were just so self-interested. They were just bolstering about themselves. They're like, oh, look at what I did. I did this. I did that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, like, but who did you bring up with you? Yes. Right? You know, and like, and and there was an individual that was in this space that that's all they did was just boasting. There's so much about like, oh, so I do this and I do that. But it's like, and then at one point while we were in this event, the question came out like, well, what have you done to encourage others mm-hmm. to continue advancing up as well? Yeah. Right, because you probably have gotten all these accolades or these awards or whatever recognition, mm-hmm. but like you know, what have you done to serve the other generation? Right, yeah. and this individual, and mind you, right, this individual that I'm talking about was is in the corporate sector, and so you know, granted, like their experience is probably going to be a lot different from like what our experience is in education, because like you know, I think we took our roles because we knew we weren't going to get paid a lot of money, but we love the impact that we're making, right? Mm-hmm. Because we believe in education. I mean, in, in this, in this instant, this individual, you know, is making like three, probably three, four times our salary, yeah. you know, is up there in corporate. But like, then the question again comes up, like what impact have you made towards others that want to come up? But they're so self. Anyway, all that to say, 
that's why I think like role model is so important within our community because you see two sides of it. You see those that really want to open the door and bring others in. But then there's a lot of us that because, you know, we come from first generation or we come from family of immigrants. Then once we get a little bit of money and then we get some titles, now we're so far up that we forget about that. Hey, we should need to continue like mentoring and bringing others up with us. You, All right, go ahead. You really hit a point. Uh, I think when people think of what the definition of a role model is, they always envision someone that you kind of like an image. Yeah. Right. But really, when it comes to role models, and you've really nailed it. It's about the actions as well. Not mm-hmm. only just the image. The image is great. It's all peaches and cream, right? Yeah. But what have you done? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I admire my graduate school mentor so much. Mm-hmm. She keeps the pipeline going oh, yeah. when it comes to Latinx psychology students mm-hmm. and helping them achieve their goal of getting not only a master's degree, mm-hmm. but a PhD. Now, of course, again, this is in the context of education. Yeah. But let's go into like the corporate section, right? Or sector. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are these individuals doing? Okay, yeah, they're making a lot of money. Yes, look at me. Look at how much. You should all do what I do. But what are they doing to assist another mm-hmm. individual to reach their level? Yeah. Right? That, I think, makes an ideal role model. Not just mm-hmm. about, look at my degree. Mm-hmm. Look at what college I went through. Mm-hmm. Look at what I've done. No. What else have you done to assist your community, your people, all those individuals? Mm-hmm. So not only are you walking in front of them, no, 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 are to help them walk beside you. Damn, bro, you got so real right now. You, are you trying to call somebody out? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, you the one that started. I'm like, hey, oh, my man. goodness. This is tough, right? <laughs> and I just woke up from a nap, too, man. I got it. I'm here all day, man. <laughs> but, you know, no, it's, so, it's so true, though, because, like, and, and, and it's even, like, my, my beefy. Like, even, like, we're now working at our R1 institution, right, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so doing college admission and recruitment. Yeah. I always think of, like, you know, it's important to take the knowledge of, like, how you got to where you're at. Or even, like, if you, let's say, for example, you work in corporate, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, we talk about we want to see more Latinos, Latinx, Hispanic folks in leadership roles. Yeah. But how are we going back to educate kids to pursue this? Mm -hmm. Us just posting on Instagram a picture and saying, like, look at us and or a reel and leaving it at that is not enough as to really trying to educate kids and really mentor kids to, Mm -hmm. you know, in our community to advance because along the way someone played a role in your success yeah right and it's all about giving back to making sure that the pipeline continues i really like that word that you said pipeline um i also i did like i did some reflection so i, I we can we can share this on on the podcast too mm-hmm. um so a lot of stuff happened these last couple of months, and Profe was actually part of this long ass. Um, I'm sorry, I'm cursing, but it was really a long ass process for me. Um, but I got offered a role mm-hmm. to leave higher ed. Yeah, to make more money. A lot more. A lot more, <laughs> and I get to be way closer to my house. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was enticed. I was like, "Oh wow! Like this is going to be amazing," but. 
it was funny because I, you know, and talking to you over and over and all my phone calls and talking to our other friend, Christian, mm-hmm. you know, I kept going back to the fact that like, I really love this field of higher ed because I'm creating pipelines and trying to educate and bring more people and not to look at higher ed as a stepping stone, but like look at it as a career Yeah. because so many times our students, like what you, what happened to you, like with that letter, they don't see us in spaces in higher ed. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when they don't see us in spaces, how can they ask someone like what's it like to be in the space how do you navigate certain spaces you know how do i prepare for the real world or the workforce and being still true to my cultural identity Mm -hmm. right when you're in college or when you go to a university which is like a pivotal time for you to grow and explore and learn more about yourself you need someone that kind of looks like you in these spaces and so that's when i decided to to stay because of the of the sheer fact that like i had role i have role models and I called one of my role models prior to before I made the decision. He's like super high up. And um, I remember I called him and I told him, I asked for that. And he told me, he was like, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but he's like, I believe. And he's also Latino, Latinx and Hispanic. He told me that he believes that I'm meant for this, this mm-hmm. field. And that was like one of the last things I needed to hear to be okay. Like, let me stay like, you know, but it kind of also comes back to this. I was doing some meditation and reflection one night and I started to really kind of like dig into W.E.B. Du Bois's um, book, uh, The Talented Tenth. And I think I told you about it. And he writes it from the narrative. You know, he writes it primarily aimed towards African-American um, communities. And he wrote this book a long time ago, but it's so relevant to today. Mm-hmm. But his book, and pretty much in essence, kind of goes into that. If 10% of the African-American community gets educated and then 10% goes off to advance then the 10% has a responsibility to uplift the 90%. Mm-hmm. And so the question is that, you know, to the 10%, where is your 90%, you know? Yeah. And I always just, and that's something that I stuck with me. I was like, you know, seven years of, you know, busting and grinding and getting up to where I'm at, at, at the R1 that I work at right now, you know, I'm still consistently thinking about that 90th percent to come not only for college access to get into, you know, mm-hmm. into a university or, or college, but also within our field, because yeah. I think we've seen it so many times that like, you know, Latinx, Hispanic folks come into this, into the space. It's like a stepping stone for something else, yeah. but they don't see it as the career and they should mm-hmm. because it's one of the most rewarding fields ever. Yeah. Yeah. The long run. You yeah. always have to look in the long run. I think in our culture, unfortunately, they look in the short run. Yeah, the money. The money, and the money can only get you so far. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what you experienced? Uh, you know, it was it was a lot of dough that you could have made. A uh, lot. A lot <laughs> of dough, yeah. I'm like, dang, am I in the right profession? <laughs> but, and I told you this plenty of times. When I, in higher ed, you'll start seeing the money the long run. Yeah. In the long run. Because you do have a gift. I know, yeah. you know, and, and, and we and, both do. And people, I think, are recognizing that. Not only maybe like admin, but again, the people that we serve as role models because they seek us yeah. out. I mean, you. I mean, you look at. It, I mean, like. I mean, we both do. I mean, look at the the letter that you got. I mean, that's hands down amazing. You know that a student would recognize and acknowledge the fact that, hey, like, I want to give my professor a shout out because not only did they help me, but them being 
like me really mm-hmm. helped me out as well. You know how much like, and I and I share this because it was my honest lived truth. I only had one Latino professor my mm-hmm. whole college career. Really? And yeah. And to think about like how the kids, the students that you're impacting right now, like they get to have the opportunity to have one as engaged as you. Because one I had, I mean, he wasn't. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't seeking. He wasn't like seeking me out. Like, hey man, like you know, let me take you under my wing. He was yeah. like, yo, you gonna get this grade or not? Nah. <laughs> He's like, hurry up, man. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, he was. I mean, kind of talking about role models. He probably wasn't the best either because he was like his. Because he was like, oh, like you know, I was like valedictorian at Duke. And whatnot. And I was like, all right, then. <laughs> I mean, he, he told us that at the beginning of the class. Anyway, I digress. Um, but I mean, it just goes to show you, you know, the, the level of impact that we, the gift that we both have, because yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cool. I think at a certain point, I think higher administration is going to see both the work that we're doing. Yeah. But I think, the, but I think it goes back to the, the role model and the positive effects of being a role model is that yeah. the ones that we hope acknowledge and are are seeing why we're doing this mm-hmm. it's being reciprocated because they're they're showing their gratitude to us yeah and again it goes back to that pipeline we're hopefully serving someone to to reach our level mm-hmm. and then hopefully that chain continues it goes on from the next generation to the next generation exactly until like you said it we hit that 90 percent yeah like well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like you know, what what about the ninety percent? And we we are a part of that ten percent that yeah. got the options, that got the resource, that made it. There's still ninety percent out there that is yeah. that doesn't even know, oh, right? Yeah. And we need to help them get get to this point. Now, there's going to be part, and I think that's kind of like what we were kind of alluding to at the beginning too. It's like when you you know when when I think you were having flashbacks about a certain person um, or someone, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but i think it's it's real though because of it's it's so important to have that you know positive it's important to give back especially if you're trying to be a role model right if you mm-hmm. if you're putting yourself out there and you want people to acknowledge you're a role model you also have a responsibility to give back and then Oftentimes in our community, is you're right. I mean, it is the the short run. It's the sh- it's like yeah. okay, like let me chase that the recognition. Let me chase mm-hmm. like the money. But then you know you get so caught up in that. But then you don't realize that hey, you still have to go back and still help others, right? Yeah. Because I got humbled quick because there was a a student that I helped out here at my institution, and. Long story short, I mean, only higher ed folks will actually really know what what I mean when I start saying start going into some of this lingo. But long story short, a student was a, like was this close of not receiving a full ride from this suit that mm. I work at, right? And it was just because of some technicalities regarding um, documentation of parents. Mm. Now I'm more aware. I'm very aware of this whole process, and I also know pretty much. The, doc, the proper documentations and what's needed and so when i got word anyway things worked out i helped kind of na- navigate this space for the family mm-hmm. and the student is now going to be enrolling next month and um they are coming to my institute on a full ride and latina super low income mm-hmm. and i remember when i went to their house to go talk to them 
the mother like straight up like brought me a cafecito but like i nearly cried because like yeah. the dad came out there you can just see that he just spent a long day working out in construction still wearing his like heavy like dirty clothes and work boots came and sat down and and they were just like please help us we want to you know she's going to be the first to go to college and she's going to this amazing school that you work at yeah you know but we're scared because she's not she's going to lose the scholarship how can we and i was like no 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 we're going to get this we're going to figure this out Mm -hmm. and next thing you know boom like she's she's set and um yeah, man. I mean, that's 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 what I'm talking about. Like, it's important to give back to our yeah. community because that's an example right there, right? Because sometimes I get we get so caught up in the, you know, fancy or like all these like, you know, little networking and hype programs and all these things that like are boosting like about like our egos. Yeah. But the reality, there is still a large part of our community that's out there that does not know. It's not the that's the ninetieth percent that don't have the research or the knowledge, and that's our responsibility mm-hmm. to go back. Anyway, I know you got something to say. Cool. No, Go ahead. I'm just thinking. You hit, I think, a term that really resonates. Mm-hmm. Humble. Humility. You know, we always have that. to remember that we must remain humble. Mm-hmm. No matter what degree, no matter what you achieve, humility will get you a long, long way. And... You always have to remember that, again, it goes back to the different types of role models. Uh, I always talk, uh, I reference earlier Mm -hmm. the role model that, like, there's the image, look at me, and then there's a role model, I want you to stand, you know, I want you to stand beside me. I think a lot of those individuals, like the guy that maybe is in corporate that you mentioned, Mm -hmm. lacks humility. Yeah. And we need to emphasize the importance of humility. Just because, again, you have a bachelor's master's phd mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything it's just another piece of paper yes good job celebrate that you have that mm-hmm. but what are you doing with that degree exactly or that experience or that, that job experience right yes. yo like, what are you doing you and i don't get i don't get so mind blown bro because like i'm telling you because like, like, this person in corporate i was like yo like yo like your mom's still cleaning hospitals man like i was yeah. like, like you living good but she's still struggling man like so you when you really think about it like yeah why what like I'd be messed up over here posting about like yo me driving in a fancy car and knowing my mom's is not living well. She don't got that car. That's the <laughs> anyway, thing. Back to you. No, no, that's the thing. Uh, what we do, you said it. You said it right on the money. We could be making a lot more money. Yeah. Maybe working in the private sector. Yeah. Like a lot more. Money. Again, you rejected a really well-paying job because. You are currently in a job, and so am I, in which we're passionate about, yeah. in which we are definitely making a huge impact yeah. with our community. And we're serving as role models. Yes. Yeah. They're serving as role models that hopefully are going to form new role models. Exactly. That, again, it's all about keeping that chain going. And establishing a, a well healthy pipeline, and, and we do go through all this uh, yeah. regarding like what we achieved. I think I've told you I think a couple times uh, after I got my bachelor's degree, boy, I was in cloud nine. I was boasting about. I know what you we were, did. man. I know you were, man. <laughs> and I went to grad school, and that helped like, me a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, man, I bet, I bet he was out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not like that. Man. <laughs> but I was. I mean, yeah. and I look back, you know, I didn't think about it. I didn't yeah. think I was, but now I'm looking back. I'm like, man, I should have been a lot. I should have kept my head lower. Yeah. Uh, but that only got me so far. 
Again, what was I doing? I was just showing off my degree. Oh, look at me. But was mm-hmm. I truly helping anybody? No. No, no. It wasn't until I finally got my PhD also and I realized, you know what, I needed to, and this is what I'm going to have the possibility mm-hmm. to help people who are similar to me. And I don't want the recognition. I don't want to to look at all the awards. No, no. Yeah, I've gotten a few awards, and I didn't apply for it. I just, you know, just get them. But hard work eventually pays off. Mm-hmm. And then you show that hard work, and you, t- you show it to the other students, the other people who look up to you, and say, this, you can do this, and it will get you so far. But make sure you keep your head, you know, don't don't forget to remember where you're from mm-hmm. and who you are going to impact in the future as well. So, yeah. again, humility can get you a long, long way. Yeah. We're getting close to time. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we get close to wrapping up, I think um, I think it's important, especially uh, for us. To, I mean, I, I personally I challenge those. I mean, if, yeah. if, if you are in a leadership position or even if you're not, I mean, if you have a platform, if you if you are out there in the community or if you know if you're out there and you have a presence, whether it would it be within community groups or metaverse, I don't even know how the heck that works. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, we're getting old. <laughs> no, man. But I, I, I challenge those that have these positions. If you have a position, I challenge you to, to, to ask yourself that question of W.E.B. Du Bois, where's your 90th? Where is the 90th percent that you were called to serve? Because we are a community, and our community only advances if we yes. go back and we pour into it. We don't advance if we don't pour back into our community. So I challenge those that have positions, that have platforms, to, to ask yourself, where's your 90th percent and what are you doing about it? Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree with you. Sweet. Well, uh, we got to wrap on up because um, we're getting close to time. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts, man, before we wrap uh, up this, this session? Just, uh, I guess, my final thoughts is with role model comes, with being a role model comes leadership. And when it comes to leadership, you always have to remember a leader isn't someone that you have people following you. A leader is someone that helps people, that pushes them forward, that stands by their mm-hmm. people. And we always have to remember that, especially in our culture. You yeah. know, if we want to help our people, we need to stand beside them. We also need to keep them, keep pushing them forward and not just have them wait, you know, have them follow us all the time. Mm-hmm. A true leader will always be there with their people, within their people as well. Nice. Nicely said. Cool. Well, you got any, any, any fun um, Father's Day jokes or any things <laughs> you want to close out on? <laughs> Father's Day joke, man. We need our friend Christian. He's he's pretty good at that. Yeah, like. he, he he got he, he got that one book. He did. Yeah, he, he got a book of like book. like yeah father father like dad jokes. Yeah, man, that that book was actually kind of like corny funny. Um, well, shoot, man. Well, how about how about this? Why don't like you know. I, I, I again, you know, I struggle with father with Father's yeah. Day, but why don't we? Why don't we end on like a on a positive thing? How did role how how did how did role model help you? Is that is that, is that fair to ask? That's uh, a good way to close, like a little reflection. A little reflection. How role models helped me. Yeah, like how role modeling helped you. Whether it was you receive either mm, whether you being a role it. model or someone being a role model to you. I think uh, me looking at my role models, and I have 
a number of them. You know, again, I have my undergraduate mentor, Dr. Eric Landrum, my graduate school mentor, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Rosalie Corona, my father, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I mean, definitely, and uh, my mother. Mm. And these individuals really set the example yeah. about how hard work, how being you is vital. Mm. And how no matter what, you know, they've all, they all face their own challenges mm-hmm. and they all are very, very different people, mm-hmm. but seeing them overcome maybe certain barriers or just hearing their stories. I really learned a lot from hearing their stories mm-hmm. from all of this. I think it helped form who I am, not only as a professor, uh, but also as a Latino man. And I guess now as a husband, <laughs> it's kind of weird to say. I know, man. <laughs> it's really weird to say. <laughs> Sorry, man. So, I why are you laughing, Larry? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Because if my wife listens, I'm done. <laughs> and I'm done, too. <laughs> uh, Dang. So I think with all of this, yeah. I, I've i been fortunate enough to have yeah. excellent role models mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. I think for me with role modeling, I, so it's, it's funny because I, you know, I think there's a lot of people that have like cutoffs. They're like, you know, this part, like my work is my work. My life is my life. But I think for me, like I'm a blend, like. You know, everything that I do kind of mixes, like, my, my professional with my personal mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I think role modeling, the way it's helped me out a lot is that by having great role models, I've learned to really learn who I am as a person, as a professional. I mean, it's helped me find out of a, a career that I'm really passionate about that I was willing to turn away a huge chunk of money for. Mm-hmm. But also role modeling has given me so much in even like how I show up as a father. Like had I not had the role models, and I will say this, had I not had the Latino male role models that I had Mm -hmm. like throughout the years, you know, I don't know if I would be as well-rounded as I am today as a person. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, when I found out that I was going to be a dad, I called one of my Latino friends that is a father who's an amazing father of of two boys. And I asked him, I was like, man, like, how do you do it? Yeah. You know, because I didn't have a father to go call and talk to because my dad is just not in the picture. Right. So that's a role model that he was a role model for me. And even professionally. Right. You know, when I called my role model and my mentor and I asked him about this debate about taking more money or staying here and he told me this is the way it's showing up for me. Like, you know, I'm now hopefully going to be one day a role model to my girls to to show them like, you know, you just got to do what you're passionate. Mm -hmm. You know, the money will come. You just got to do what you love. Yeah. And, you know, and I and I hope I can serve as a role model for them um, when they get older, too. So. Yeah, man, I think it, yeah, it's, it's, it's helped me in so many ways that it's, um, it's really crazy to think about. And oh, yeah. Yeah. It's important. It's important for us to continue as a community, Latinos, Latinx, Hispanic, however mm-hmm. you want to identify it as, 
it's important that we give back and pour back into our communities because we only keep growing yeah. from here. So no question about it. Well, anyway, well, Brofa and I are about to go celebrate. Um, I don't know what we're going to celebrate, but anyway, we're going to get some steaks and some, uh, some fried shrimp. We're going to go to this fancy place. Hopefully, profit pays. I'll keep you all tuned in the next episode. You're making way more money than I am. <laughs> well, anyway, that's it for us. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> Bye.